What's going on, everybody? This is Ernest, a.k.a. Mr. No Excuses, with another episode of the Hidden Truths Podcast. Got a couple guests in the building today. Got my man, Jamie. Yo, what's going on? And we also got my man, Vaughn, in the building. Yay, yay. All right, all right. So we're going to go ahead and jump right in with today's topic. Fate. Do you think fate is... Everything is preordained. You know, does everything follow a certain pattern that you have absolutely no control over? Or do you think that things that happen to us in life are based off our decisions? So we're about to get all the Mm. way deep on this one because this can go several different directions with this conversation. So, you know, I'll kind of open it up with my perspectives on it and I'll let y'all weigh in. Um, I kind of... I kind of go back and forth with it. I think I think there's some things in life that we absolutely have no control over. Right. Um, you know, you always wonder, well, man, why did this happen? You know, why did that happen? You know, I look at old relationships. Why did I meet her? Why did that work out this way? Why did it work out that way? What if I would have went left instead of going right? You know, mm-hmm. do I could I have changed something about that? Mm-hmm. You know, y'all y'all ever seen that movie Butterfly Effect? Yes, I have. Yeah, the joint with uh, Ashton Kutcher yeah. where he tries to go back and rectify a situation, but every time he does that, you know, it works yeah. out in a way that he couldn't have foreseen or couldn't, right. couldn't have controlled. Changes the course of history. Yeah, it changes the course. You know, it, it throws that little wrinkle in time. Um, but then I also think on the flip side, you know, when you say we have no control over everything, it almost removes the accountability mm-hmm. from your decision-making. You know, if I feel like, um, you know, I can't control how much money I make on my job, well, to me that gives me an excuse to not to not strive for more. Right. So that to me is where the decision making comes in. You know, the things that happen in our life a lot of times, the majority of the times, are based on the decisions that we make. You know, is there a you know a certain person or a certain entity controlling our decision making ability? I don't know, but each of us has the, the the ability to make those decisions for ourselves. Definitely. So yeah, that's why I kind of I'm kind of split down the middle. You know, some things we can't control, but a lot of things are based on the decisions that we make. Like if I go outside, crank up my car, and uh, drive 100 miles an hour down down Central, chances are I probably get in a wreck. Right. Yeah. That that's not fate. That's you know that's my poor decision making ability. Um. So yeah, I want to get y'all perspective on that. Yeah, I think definitely. I think it's part um, half and half. I think some things you can control, and then some things you can't control um, from the powers that be, depending on whatever you believe in. Um, like me, I believe in God, and I believe that um, some things that He controls, and He 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 may bring certain people to you and, and place people in your life. Um, to may help you elevate to another level that maybe you wouldn't have been able to do yourself. On on the flip side of that, if he sends someone to you, you also have that ability to mess it up by saying something dumb, doing something dumb, and this person being like, you know what, I don't, I, I don't want to work with this person. I don't want to talk to this person. I don't want to be around this person because this person is negative or does negative things. You know what I'm saying? So. Mm-hmm. I think it definitely um, definitely has two different ways that it could go with that. Um, 
really just depends on the person. I mean, a lot of people, you know, believe in karma. Karma comes mm-hmm. back around. You do something stupid, and the universe repays you. And comes back around and hits you, and you like, dang, you know what? I deserve that because right. I did X, Y, and Z. So now I'm paying for what I did in the past. But even with karma, you know, the thing that kind of initiates that is your decision making. Yeah. Now, what comes from that? Yeah, you might not be able to control. Right. But then, you know, there's good karma and there's bad right, karma. Right. 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 You know, you everything is, you know, I believe that everything is energy. Mm-hmm. So. You get what you put out there. You mm-hmm. put out positivity, you get positivity. Same thing, vice versa. Very true. Um, you know, I look at us as homies right now. Um, I didn't control us meeting each other. You know, it right. just kind of happened organically. So, no, that's one of those times where, like you said, you know, people get placed in your life for certain reasons. You know, same thing with, you know, jumping off the podcast. You know, our podcast, Hidden Truths, got started because of some things I was going through at the time and felt like I just wanted to get you know, stories out and actually, you know, uncover those underlying truths that people hold in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know when you and Jen came on the episode, you know, that kind of jump started, you know, y'all podcast, right? uh, y'all's podcast. So were those things that we could necessarily control? Not exactly, but each of us made those decisions mm-hmm. to put those actions in place. Very true. Yeah. Cause I could have just waited or, you know, Jen and I could have just waited mm-hmm. and just say, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we're going to do a podcast, but, if you don't have any action behind that, right. nothing's going to happen. Right. You know, I, I I still have to make forth an effort to come up with the name, make forth make forth the effort to book the studio, make 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 an effort to get in my car and come here and spend mm-hmm. time to record these sessions and then I have to edit the sessions and mm-hmm. then I have to post the sessions. So there's a lot of effort that's mm-hmm. involved in that and if you're not putting forth that action or that effort nothing nothing's going to happen right um you know so yeah it, it can it can be fate that um I, i'm so I'm, I'm i'm doing a podcast and it's doing well but if i ain't putting any action behind it, it ain't, it's not gonna do anything right 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 exactly what say ye jay <laughs> man y'all y'all boys been in my life for a while now y'all probably right. the closest thing i call like family so y'all know a lot about me so yeah because i've been think, i was thinking the other day like uh, i know i met i met you first jay like back what close probably this is 18 now so maybe close to eight nine years maybe yeah. something like that yeah and met von a couple years after that so maybe you know six seven years yeah, I met I met all 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 the fellas through Jamie. Jamie yeah. Jamie apparently is the nucleus. Everybody Clearly, met Jamie first, and then, and then I bring them around good folk, and then we just. So I think I, I met you in what 2012. Yeah, I was busting ass on the court that day. Oh yeah, I remember man, that. please yeah. playing at CIC. This man. guy, y'all remember that first time? Uh, you were, I went out to play at CIC. Like, who is this big? Trap, no <laughs> neck having dude out here <laughs> knocking them shots down. Man, if you don't go your ass to USC and get on that field or something, <laughs> but but we're saying the fact that I know y'all and met right. y'all and y'all know me so well. There's things that's happened in my life that I sometimes question. Like mm. y'all boys, I know y'all gonna be like, really? But for some reason, I get in the most car accidents. I don't know how. Yes, you do. I don't know why. I just be sitting in a stoplight and somebody begs to hit me but after the fact that everything happens and you know I'm alright or what and I look back sometimes I'll be like what if I would have left earlier or what if I would have took another route 
would I still have had the same incident, you know, or would the, would the light I got to would have lasted a little bit longer than it should so the same thing can occur? So I'm always thinking about that. What is my fate? Like, what is going to happen? So it's a constant battle with me to figure out, you know, what what will happen if it should happen and how it's going to happen. Well, you start committing insurance for all, you wouldn't have to worry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, get you a good lawyer what I say. Keep one on tap. Thing when them dudes speed up on somebody, then stop and slam on brakes, they'll hit them. <laughs> That's actually not a bad idea. You actually think about that. Huh? No, that, that actually does happen. I think I was reading the article um, maybe a few months ago, about a year ago. Can't remember. I'm, apparently, it's throughout the U.S., but, you know, cats will intentionally, you know, look for or look for ways to get a rear end. So they'll, it's crazy. Yeah, they'll speed and slam on brakes and get rear end. And you know, if you hit somebody in the rear, you actually, you you're going to be at fault anyway. So that oh, does I definitely happen. know about that. It's happened in every case. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, just you think about just going through your life and how things happen. Like, I got laid off in 2011, 2010. I can't even remember one of those years I got laid off, but that's how I ended up meeting our homeboy, Adrian, that connected me to all y'all good friends. Right, right, if right. I would have never had that happen, I would have never been in that shoe store that day and met bougie Adrian. I love you to death, homie. <laughs> and I never would have met y'all boys. It's like, you know, you just think about, like, what right. could your life have been just with one simple turn? Because that's that's one thing I know a lot of people always talk about, including myself. Man, I wish I would have did this, or I wish mm-hmm. I would have did that. If I had a chance to go back and change something, I would. But then I thought about that a little bit deeper. The reason I am where I am today is because of all those decisions, good or bad, that have gotten me here. Right. Now, are there some things that I still wish I could, you know, go back and maybe tweak a little bit? Yeah, yeah. But, you know, a lot of times, in terms of, you know, career, let's use job job situations as an example. A lot of times, your best fodder, your your, your best creativity comes from when your back is absolutely against the wall. Mm Because I know when I was at your spot the other day, Vaughn, I saw, you know, all the listings of things, you know, skill sets that you have and how you can monetize that. Now, if you still were uh, were working, would you have ticket to that level and thought about those things? Probably as well? not. Pro- right. Probably not. And I, you know, I've been laid off for four months now. Mm-hmm. And had had I not been laid off, I probably wouldn't have this podcast. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be writing the two books that I'm writing. I wouldn't have had all of those talents and and, and things on the wall. Um, in, in, in my kitchen so uh, there's there's a couple of things that wouldn't have been able to take place there's also some other things in my in my personal life in, in terms of like my kids tyson started my uh my son my oldest son tyson started pre-k i wouldn't have been able to get him from pre-k so he would have had to go to after school programs mm-hmm. and which means i probably wouldn't have saw him till about six o'clock he goes to bed at eight um aces part-time um, in daycare Ace is my youngest son Ace is part time in daycare Like it's it's been able to help us save money as well mm-hmm. So there's a couple of different things That I look at like man If this wouldn't have happened Then this wouldn't have happened Right. Uh, but the flip side to that is I also look back like Well I got, I got laid off uh, uh, Kind of unexpectedly got laid off So it was like man What did I do Before that is causing this to happen now 
you know, I'm just kind of questioning myself sometimes. You mean like um, what? What did you do that contributed to the layoff? Right, like, okay. like, like, did did I did I do something that that I missed? Is this some type of karma that's coming back on me oh, from see, something I that I did before? Like, I I don't know. I don't know if I'm paying for anything. Might have that... been them draws that you left in the, uh, <laughs> in the apartment. <laughs> so I hope not. Quote from the last podcast. I, yeah, I hope yeah. not. That was about eight years ago. So I hope them draws is over by hey, now. Sometimes karma is very patient. <laughs> <laughs> y'all listen to this. Y'all have to listen to Chameleon Love to hear the yeah, story. Chameleon Love podcast on uh, situation behind the draws. <laughs> Say that for another time. Right. right, right. <laughs> so but, do um, you think? Do you think fate? contributed to to you coming to having the things that you're having now like for instance i've known you for a while so i've known like you've gone from a couple different jobs mm-hmm. but do you think eventually if you would have stayed at a job it could have happened earlier the same thing that's happening now it could have i mean I, I i don't you know obviously we don't ever know you know what would have happened you know if we use that i always say if it's the two biggest is the if it's the biggest two letter word in the dictionary it's like you know if i would have stayed if i would have did like i look back like if i would have went pro in football i played football in college if i would have went pro in football i i more than likely i wouldn't have met jen i more than likely i wouldn't have if if i had kids it wouldn't have been tyson and ace so you know i it's hard for me to say like man i wish i would have done this Right. Because that then changes the course, what we talked about at the yeah, beginning. The butterfly effect. Yeah, the butterfly effect. It changes the course. And I I probably wouldn't have met you guys. Like y'all yeah, are like I would still be your manager somehow. <laughs> <laughs> y'all y'all are like my brothers. So, you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of different things that happens for a reason. You know what I'm saying? We've all been inspired by each other at some point in time to do right. something. And so that inspiration may have changed different things. Like I was inspired by E to do my podcast uh, when I came on his podcast. And I'm just like, man, you know what? I've been wanting to kind of do a podcast, but just been dragging my feet on it. Now I have the time. I'm not working. Um, This is great. This is something I enjoy. Like, I enjoy doing this stuff. Like, if I could do this every day, I probably would do this every day. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to stop dragging my feet. And then um, the lovely Miss Darnita uh samuels who was, was was on here as well she was like you guys need to be you guys need to be on a podcast you guys right. need to have your own podcast because this is what black love looks like and when she said that that stuck in my head and mm-hmm. ha- had i not came on this podcast and met her mm-hmm. i probably still would have been dragging my feet about it right right you know and that's it, like that's like me e, meeting you and seeing your transformation was it some years ago i think uh just know seeing how much you worked out and you know you you took care of your body and stuff i was like man i you know i gotta kind of do things a little differently i mean i know y'all seen it i went from shoot, i was like 225 i dropped all the way down to 175 and, you skinny you know, jay yeah then. skinny jay that boy thought i was on, slim jim on something <laughs> but, but i mean just those kind of those kind of changes come from just being around y'all boys and it's not like y'all were like yo you gotta do this it's just you know picking up good habits right 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 I, I think it's like fate that that happens like yeah, I think a lot of it, yeah, a lot of that is, and that's why I say, you know, I go back and, well, kind of split in the middle. Like, a lot of things do happen for reasons that we can't control. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I look at, um, I use my my previous relationship as an example. Um, you know, we were together for, you know, six, seven years, and then, you know, we split. And then after that, you know, going through that emotional 
turmoil um, and looking back on previous relationships that have taken a similar pattern, you know, start off with the honeymoon phase, you reach a peak and then things slowly start to decline. After my last breakup, I said, you know what? I got to, well, let, let me rephrase this story. Me and me and my, my, my ex, we were talking one day after we broke up and said, she said, you know, if we were to ever get back together, we would need couples therapy. Mm-hmm. At that time, I wasn't really that big on the idea, but I said, if that's what it would take, then yeah, that we can do that. Um, and we never, you know, got couples therapy. We never reconciled. We're still split to this day, but still good friends. You know, we're still on good terms. I right. still, I still baby boo to the day I die. Sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, so yeah, after going through that and you know evaluating myself and previous relationships, I was like, okay, I need to figure out what's going on with me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's how I met uh, my therapist, uh, Miss Darnita Samuels. And, um, you know, she uh, going, going through those sessions helped to reveal some things that I was holding within myself and contributing factors that, you know, trace back generation generationally and how my family behaved and how I behave and, you know, how I perceive things in relationships. Um, you know, by no means is that a crutch for why things didn't work out in my relationships, but mm-hmm. It helped me understand things that I needed to work on yeah. and address. And then going through that, going through therapy, like me and one of my homeboys were talking one day, uh, maybe around this time last year, he was going through some relationship things as well. And we were just sitting there talking, and he had just recently started his um, uh, uh, video videography business, uh, mm-hmm. Voice TV, for those that are listening, at Voice TV on Instagram. Uh, shout out my man, Corey. Um, but yeah, me and him were talking and we were like, man, it'll be dope if we just had the camera rolling right now because these types of conversations, man showing vulnerability, yeah. being open about heartbreak, being yeah. open about mistakes that we've made. And it's rare. Yeah, it's we rare. normally don't do that. Exactly. We we fester it in. You know, we sweep it under the rug. And that's right. why we named, you know, well, let me before I get to that step. Um, yeah, going through that, we was like, man, it'd be dope if we just recorded these conversations mm-hmm. and then we started recording a couple conversations had a couple more people come over to the house just sitting around the table recording us talking about deep talk and then one of the cast that came through he was like man we need to take this to the next level i bet you know time went on you know we started putting pieces together and um that kind of spawned into what we have today the hidden truth podcast right now i say all that to say everything happens for, for a reason. reason so you know, looking at the breakup, the therapy, the conversations that I had with my family to uncover some of those hidden truths contributed to where I'm at today. And, you know, and I always tell my ex the same thing when we're or similar when we are talking is that I never wanted it to be her that I started learning more about myself. I never wanted her to be that. Uh, experiment to where it's like, okay, now I understand what mm, I went wrong. I right. wanted her to be the one that I was ready for. And right. unfortunately, it, it, didn't it, didn't pan, like it didn't pan out like that. But going through that has, I think, helped both of us to really realize things that, you know, we didn't realize about right. ourselves. Some, some weaknesses, some some character flaws that we needed to, to strengthen. So, you know, with all that being said, would I, are there still things that I wish I would have done differently in a relationship? Yeah, I do. Yeah. But I also look at, um, you know, the, the, the cup half full. You know, what are the positives that 
came out of that you know after right. the smoke cleared and the dust settled um you know what are the things that came out of that and it's about learning from those situations so definitely you you i i, I agree with you on that you definitely have to look at the glass being half full and not be pessimistic about mm-hmm. it because you know even though you wanted your last girlfriend to be the one that you're cured so to speak and you know everything is good between you and her and even though it didn't go like that she did help you Mm -hmm. she did help you become a better person in terms of you wanting to be better yourself Mm -hmm. you're like okay well if she's telling me i did x y and z let me go see why am i doing this why Mm -hmm. why why am i behaving like this why uh, why am i acting like this or 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 whatever the case is and you know and you like you say you went and sought therapy about that um you also started doing some some history um and some some research on the history of your family Mm. and that helped you realize a couple of things and you're like oh okay this is why i'm this way and this is why i act that way and in terms the fate of you meeting her helped you become a better person right and that's not to say that you and her won't you know bring it back around full circle sometime in the future and then you can still be that person that you want to be for her um where you've worked out most of your kinks because we we don't we don't we don't work out all of our kinks we we're we're always always growing always works in progress yeah it's always a work in progress we're always growing but you know, with you saying that you you wanted to be that person for her, you still have that opportunity to be mm-hmm. if you and her decide to take it to that level again. So, and and even if you don't and you end up being with someone else, you know, at least you know, hey, whoever I I'm I'm with next, now I can I can I can be a better boyfriend, I can be a better lover or a better uh, intimate partner with this person because I know some things about myself that I didn't know then, but I know it now. And it's funny you mentioned that because um, you know she was on uh, the last <clears throat> the last podcast episode. Me and her went to grab something to eat afterwards, and you know we were just you know talking chit chatting, and I was like, well, what if our breakup and everything that we went through was um, preordained so that you know. I could learn what I needed to right. about myself and you could learn what you needed to about yourself. Right. And, you know, if we ever did reconnect, we would still be, we would be stronger for each other. So in a way, you know, what if everything's happening so that we can still, you know, mm-hmm. be that, you know, be that future relationship. Right. You know, I don't know, but just one of those things that I, that I thought about. Um, Cause yeah, you know, going back to decision-making versus uh, destiny. Yeah. There were, a lot of poor decisions that I made in that uh, in that relationship, but you know, was it preordained that I made those decisions? Were there were those things were those decisions out of my control? I can't say yeah or nay. I just know there right. were some contrib- contributing factors. Right now, there, there could have been you know maybe if let's, let's say you and her got into a heated discussion or whatever, could have been some things that maybe that you said that you know could have spawned something from her and and you know could have um ultimately changed the course of you guys relationship and that's a personal decision that you right that you that you've made you know right 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 so yeah i think it's it, it i mean that, that rabbit hole goes you know very deep and not yeah, even just definitely. in terms of relationships but you know life in general um you know i look at the town i'm from you know Longburn, north carolina you know small little 
bump on the law. You know, any any town that ends in Berg, Borough, <laughs> Ville, uh, you know, it's a small little town. Right. And, uh, you know, after I went to college, um, you know, I look back and like, how did I, how did I make it? Like, it ain't, there's no job opportunities there as far as what I needed to do with my life. So I'm like, man, I, sometimes when I was younger, man, I would used to think like, man, I wish I lived somewhere else. I wish, um, you know, we had a bigger house or, you know, you know those things that kids mm-hmm. wish when they're younger. Right. But when I look back on it, that built character, you know, that helped me become the man that I am today because I know what it's like to appreciate a dollar. I know what it's Definitely. like to appreciate a good meal. I know what it's like to uh, to not have both parents in the household. Right. I know what it's like to have both parents in the household. Right. So, you know, all those things help define the man that I am today. So, in essence, when you say, when people say, I wish I could change this, that, and a third that happened back then, you're, like, you're you almost saying, I wish I, wish I, could, I change could change myself. myself. Exactly. I wish I could change myself. So then you have to take that a little bit deeper. It's like, okay, why am I not satisfied with who I am today? Right. And if I'm, if I'm not satisfied with who I am today, well, obviously you can't go back and change the past. But what can I do based on the lessons that I've learned from the past to make me the person that I want to be right. for the present and the future? I mean, essentially, that's what you have to do because, like you say, you can't change the past, but you can certainly alter how your future looks mm-hmm. to a certain degree. You right, can't, right, right. you can't obviously change everything because we we don't know what our expiration date is and so forth. But what we can do is try our best to become a better person each and every day. Try to make a difference, and not only in our lives but other people's lives as well. Because ultimately, as people, our job is to serve other people. We're 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 supposed to be selfless enough mm-hmm. to serve other people meaning we're we supposed to lend a, a hand out for people that's in need of it because we don't know when we're going to be in need of it everything ain't promised any one of us could lose everything that we have tomorrow and now we're on the opposite end of the stick and we we have our hand out and we need help you know what i'm saying but if you haven't been you know doing your duty uh, of, of, of as a citizen and as a person to help others People more and le- less likely are are, are going to help you, you right. know, if you if you're in some form of need. That's that, and that goes back to what we mentioned earlier, man. That's that good karma that you put yeah. out. Yeah, you know, you put out positivity nine times out of ten, you, you get that get back. back. You get that back. So you have to look at well, what am I, what am I contributing to society mm. in a positive manner? What am I doing today that's going to make somebody else's life that much more better, that much that much more improved? And that's really how you have to look at that thing. And we should wake up like every day and try to figure out how can we help make someone's life better, someone's day better. It could be just a simple, a simple good morning to someone. How are you doing? And genuinely want to know how that person is doing could change the course of their life. You don't know. They, mm-hmm. they could be ready to commit suicide, and just you sitting and talking with them and saying, "How are you doing?" Uh, you know, I'm I'm all right. Yeah, you you really don't. You know, you really don't look like you're doing too good. Like, and then they may just pour out to you whatever it is that they're going through, and that in essence, something you say or 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 just being an ear may help them realize, like, man, there actually is somebody that actually cares about how I feel. Because because when we when we when we see someone in the morning and we say, "How are you?" What's the first thing I always say? Oh, I'm good. Oh, well, I'm good. 
you don't know if that person's yeah, good or that's not. That's the standard response. You know, that's the standard response. That's the routine response that everybody says. But if that person actually says, oh, oh, oh I'm all right. You, you all right? What's what's going on? You you know, you look sad. What's what's up? And then that person just, you never know. They, they may say, oh, no, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. And and then if and, and if that's the case, then say, okay, well, hey, I'm, I was just checking. You know, if you need somebody to talk to, I'm here. Right. And you've done your civil duty to be like, okay. At least I tried. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I also followed up with, if you need someone, I'm here. That right. person may not take you up on that that day, but they may take you up on it the next day or a week later. I've had that happen before where like two weeks go by. I ask somebody, how are you doing? Oh, I'm, I'm all right. You sure? You don't, you don't really look like you. And I'm not trying to be funny, but you don't really look like you're doing all right. Oh, no, no, I'm good. All right. All right well, hey, if you need somebody to talk to, man, just let me know. And two weeks ago by, or two weeks went by, and then that person came back to me and was like, hey, man, you know what? Such and such and such. And it just went on for like an hour conversation. And I'm just listening. I'm trying to offer advice. But the fact that I actually cared enough, mm-hmm. you know, and and, and 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 I've had to go through that. You know, Jamie and I done had conversations before, man. And I'm just telling him how I feel. He He's had conversations with me. He's telling me how he feels. And, and you know, but that's just that. That's that good karma, good person respect. Like to, whereas if I'm listening and I'm an ear for somebody and I'm helping somebody with some advice, then I may turn around and meet that same person, and that same person is more than likely going to give me that same respect and that same help. I know. Um, to feed off what you were saying earlier about just just speaking and saying good morning, I don't know where I saw this at, but it was said somebody had once said that it's so good to speak to. Or, you know, speak to people that usually don't get spoken to. Mm-hmm. So um, they'll talk more like, you know, people, and I'm not saying they're beneath us or anything, but, you know, people that do jobs that maybe you wouldn't do. Like, like the that, janitor. The janitor. Right, right. Or, you know, yeah, the admin. Yeah, or, the person behind yeah, there fixing your coffee girl. every morning. Right, you know, right, right. it's just telling them good morning because they don't hear it because so many people feel like they're beneath them. Yeah, they overlook them. But, you know, one of the things I try to do, you know, if somebody, hey, how you doing this morning? Just because you like, like Vance, you just never know because everybody else looks over them how mm-hmm. they feel. And these are the people that do stuff that you don't want to do, but it needs to be right. done. So if, it, if if you can keep them in their good graces, we still have the world turning. These people still need to do stuff that that needs to be done in this world, just like we need to do stuff. So it's almost like an engine. As long as you keep every piece oiled, the engine will run forever. Everybody serves a purpose. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And really, when you think about people that uh, a lot of times may get looked down upon for their career or, you know, whatever the case may be, those are the main ones that you want to keep happy. Because right. if you ain't got Johnny in there fixing the toilet, well, guess what's going to happen? When you go to use it, it ain't yeah. going to work. It ain't going to yeah. flush. And then you got a real problem. Or if you ain't got, you know, Miss Sylvia cooking up the mashed potatoes in the uh, in the cafeteria. <laughs> nope. You know what you gonna nope. do when the food ain't right. ready? So them be, those, the the people that give the service, those types of services are the main people that need should get the utmost respect. Right. Should get the utmost respect. But like like you said, Jay, those are the ones that we tend to look down upon. Um, well, not not us in this room, but right, you know, right. we just in the general, general public. Yeah, general public. I got a coworker, um, and he always says this. Regardless of whether it's the VP of the company, the CEO, the manager, the janitor, I treat everyone with the same respect. You have to. You have to because everybody is everybody deserves respect. 
everybody deserves respect. Right. You know, there's no reason to look down on anybody because they don't make as much money as you or they don't dress like you do or, you know, they don't talk like you do. Right. But again, that goes back to that karma that you put out there. Um, and I'm going to take this even a step deeper, man. Um, sometimes I wonder, because I, I believe in, uh, believe in, you know, some form of afterlife because everything is energy you know mm-hmm. after we lose this shell of a body our spirits live on in some other realm right sometimes i wonder when i look at people who you know i'll use homeless people as an example what decisions did you make in this life to get you in this situation or what decisions did your spirit make in your previous life mm-hmm. that has you suffering in the life that you're in now that, that's one thing i look at um, and that's why we have to be very careful on how we how we live our lives on this earth. Because a lot of people think, you know, okay, after I die, that's that's just that's it. it. But energy goes on and on and on. It's like um, I can't remember some of the movies that I've seen, but uh, they talk. Uh, they, it's kind of my, more like sci-fi movies where you have a person like we'll be sitting here uh, one day and then we'll go to sleep and then we'll wake up and it'll be you know. 22nd century 23rd century then we'll go to sleep in that lifetime and then we'll wake up in mm-hmm. 15th century or whatever and then you know they just show the parallels between all of these uh different levels of existence mm-hmm. so in every lifetime like i say whatever decisions that you make they typically follow you yeah you know whether it's this lifetime or another so yeah i always wanted that when i see the homeless person on the street day in day out day in day out and i see the person who just seems like they can't catch a break i wonder what decisions did you make in your life that that got you to this point so i, I want to hear your thoughts on that man it's funny you say that because i'm working on a documentary right now and and and, and it's and it's kind of on on hold but um jamie's actually went along with me where i'm uh Working on a documentary, it's called "Begging for Change in My Life," mm-hmm. and it's a it's, it's kind of a double entendre um, in terms of begging for change because for one, they're asking for money, but on the other side, they're they're asking for a change in their life. And so, you know, I'm I'm working on that, and I'm going out in the streets of Charlotte, and I'm talking to these people, and I'm trying to just get their story. Like you say, like how how did you get here? Like you, you didn't you you wasn't born homeless, so how what decision or decisions that you made in your life that has now gotten you on these streets you know asking for money asking for food um without a place to stay or living in a shelter and some of the stories man it's just amazing like this one guy his name was michael and i talked to him probably for about 10 minutes and you know just asking him and we was like literally on the side on the side of the road just just talking uh, off of an exit on Statesville and I was just asking him like how did you get here and so he was telling me that originally he was from Jersey he moved down to Greensboro with his um, with his mom and his sister his mom and dad were ministers in in the church and he made some decisions in his life in terms of uh, alcoholism and which ended up kind of get, get ended up getting him kicked out of his mom's house and he moved down to charlotte with his sister well because of the alcohol again end up he ended up getting kicked out of his sister's house and he had he had a, a, a job so he ended up getting his own place but in the midst of getting his own place he had an accident 
and the accident he had a car accident and the car accident basically did something to his leg where he he had to walk with a cane and essentially from that he got laid off from his job once he got laid off from his job he began to drink even more because he was depressed and so that just kind of spiraled all out of control and it and it ended up being homeless he says he's been on the streets 15 years now and i'm like you've been on the streets 15 years he said yeah i've been fending for myself on these streets for 15 years and i'm just like wow like that is mind-blowing that you've been on streets that long and he was just like he was like i know you know part of it is my fault he said the car accident he said you know that was the fate thing that i i I, there's i there's no way i would have been able to avoid that he said i wasn't drunk anything what accident wasn't even my fault Mm -hmm. but as a result i lost my job because i couldn't work because of my leg he was like what was he's like what was my fault was me drinking all the time Mm -hmm. he was like that was my fault he said because truthfully you can still have a job with one leg he was like and i have my leg and it you know it but i have to have a cane he's like so truthfully i could have gotten another job he's like but because i was drinking so much i didn't want to get another job I wasn't in my right mind to get another job and then it just spiraled out. i lost i lost my place and it spiraled out from there and man that that just that that, that actually kind of hurt my heart man because i was like man that's unfortunate that's that's the unfortunate situation another another guy uh i talked to that was on tryon street jamie was with me on this one and you know the guy was from myrtle beach i think i think he's from like the myrtle beach area he was like yeah he was like you know i moved here for a job opportunity and it didn't happen i end up on the streets like you know there's a he 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 didn't go into grave detail but he was like there's a couple of other things that that just transpired from there and i just ended up on the street and you know and the, the thing about this guy is I've seen him so many times uptown before and I've always wondered like like what is his story like typically he'll have sometimes he'll have like one shoe on like he'll it'll, he'll he'll have like on like a like a jogging suit in the summertime or like half his head to be cut and 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 when we see things like that we're like oh this person crazy you know what I'm saying that's the first thing we want to say is oh this person crazy but then I had a conversation with this guy and He's talking to me like, like any other, like, 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 just like me and you talking, mm-hmm. like, you know, and I've seen him talk to himself, I, I, you know, but you just never know. And I'm just like, it made me think like, is he putting on a front or something? Or, you know, I, I, because I, the, the conversation went a totally opposite way that I expected for it to go. And, and, you know, I gave him some money and, you know, whatever, but it, it's just, this documentary, though I've only recorded three episodes, it's, it's opened my mind up to a couple of different things. Like, man, like some of these people, they, they maybe they do want to work. And some of them, like like Michael. Michael was like, yeah, I, I would love to have a job right now. He was like, but he's like, just right now, I just can't stop drinking. Right. And that's and that's where the decision-making comes yeah. in. Because yeah. throughout that whole story that you were telling about him alcoholism was the problem mm-hmm. so then you have to peel the layers back and figure out well why do I always run to alcohol and what problem and what problem what pain am I trying to mm-hmm. to numb with this alcoholism so only then we when you address only when you address the root cause of the alcoholism would you be able to overcome that that's and, it you know for, when I when I hear that story I hear well, yeah, the karma was the 
or, or that the fate was the the car accident, but that put him in a predicament to where now you really have to think why why am I doing this or should mm-hmm. be thinking well why am I resorting to alcoholism because mm-hmm. life continues to throw you those same lessons until you overcome them mm-hmm. you know it'll throw you those same temptations those same traps and if you haven't mastered that lesson yet you're gonna fall for it every time every time so yeah he might have been working and seeming to get back on his feet but he hasn't he had he never overcame the alcoholism so life is saying or karma or fate is saying oh you haven't learned this lesson yet so i'm gonna give i'm gonna put you in a predicament to where you're gonna have to you're gonna have to face it right and you know unfortunately it's taken him 15 years and he hasn't bounced back he hasn't bounced back but that that's why i always say man you have to you have to really be in touch with yourself. You really have to be conscious and cognizant enough to um, realize when life is teaching you a lesson, realize when you're not listening, mm-hmm. and you have to make adjustments. You have to learn from those lessons that life is trying to teach you because if you don't, and I've, I've been through it myself, every time I'm like, man, I shouldn't do this. I shouldn't do this. And I do it. Do it. And then I get the same result. I'm like, Shit, right. Why did I do that? <laughs> and I do it again. I do it again. Like life is like, all right, you ain't listening. All right. And then the a lot of times what you'll see is the consequences of the actions get more and more dire and severe. Mm -hmm. Oh, you ain't it's like um it's like getting a beating when you were a child. You get the verbal first, you know, if you're lucky. Yeah. If you're lucky. (laughs) (laughs) You get that verbal first. All right, you know, I done told you. All right, you do it again. Mm -hmm. You go do it again. All right, you might get slapped on the hand. You do the, oh that leather coming out now right. if that ain't the first resort right so the consequence the consequences of not learning those lessons that life teaches you become more and more severe so you got to pay attention man you got to yeah. pay attention to life and then it start it start it starts looking different so we're gonna keep that 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 same concept that you said um first you might get a verbal mm-hmm. then you might get popped on the hand then you might get popped on the butt mm-hmm. then that leather comes out and you might get hit with that belt but then the older you get, you can't mm-hmm. use those same methods. So now you got to take other things away. So now I'm taking the television away. I'm taking your phone away. I'm taking the car away. And it, and then it, it goes into adulthood. Okay, mm-hmm. you don't appreciate this? So now I'm taking this person away. Right. Or I'm taking this job away. Or I'm taking this car away. Or I'm or, taking your freedom away. Or I'm taking your freedom away. Man, you know, look, it becomes more and more severe. you take away from a person, that hurts. That, that, um, that wakes you up. I've been laid off twice. This is my second time in two years being laid off. Yeah, it hurt. I, I can <laughs> it hurt a lot. You know? I, I can understand. And from what y'all are saying, like you said, when, the consequences as kids is, is one thing. But as adults right now, and me personally going through things like that, man, those things hit you so hard. When you, when you mm-hmm. know, it's like you know you shouldn't do it, and you do it, you think to yourself right after you do it, what's going to happen? You like I know it's gonna be some consequences, and it don't hit you right away. But when it do, you first thing you think of is, damn, because of what I did. Mm-hmm. I know why. I know. I why. know, I know why. why. Yeah, yeah. And then um, you know, speaking in terms of you know job finances or whatever, you know when you, you know when, when we're on the up and up, you know sometimes we we take a little we may take a little bit more financial risk you know we may blow more money than we should you know mm-hmm. we may go on more shopping trips or vacations than we should because now i got income coming in i'm good when that gets taken away mm. you're like that makes you really think like oh, i could have been saving xyz amount of money mm-hmm. you know, i really could have been could have been stacking my bread so that if i ever did 
uh, get in a predicament where I, I was searching for work, you know, I have a little nest egg. So, you know, you really have to look at the decisions you make and where they lead you to, you know, now, good or bad. Now, what you're saying, it could be twofold, though. So you're mm-hmm. right. I totally agree with what you said. But on the flip side, sometimes when you give, you don't even know that you're going to receive something, too. So, like, you're saying that, you know, you may lose, but sometimes when you give something that you don't regularly give or you're not, you know, you'll get something back that could either be the same or bigger or bigger. Mm-hmm. I, I never forget. This happened a couple months ago. Um, I don't know. What, what, I lost a hundred dollars. Now I know to some that may be listening to this podcast, a hundred dollars might be a hundred dollars, a lot of money to me. I'm like, Hey, I, I want my business. Too. A lot of money to you. Big, big, big money. Boss. Big spender. And I come home that same day, and my neighbor, he is a uh, merchant marine. If y'all don't know, they just go out for like four months at a time, and they're home for two months, and they go back out. And he was like, um, hey, hey, Jamie, you mind checking my mail for while I'm gone for four months? I'm like, yeah, it's fine. You know, it's whatever. And just so happened, he leaves a $100 bill in there saying, hey, Jay, this is for you checking my mail. Didn't even think about it. This is one of your neighbors? Just my neighbor. Hmm. How often do you go out of town? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I checked the mail today again. Yeah, you know, you know. so it's, it's just you know I I have to I have to sometimes tell myself just to you know not worry as much about how it's gonna come back or what's gonna happen. Just right, just let do it the go. Right thing. Yeah, just do the right thing. Let you it go. Have to. Um, I I I tell you a story kind of similar to that. So I got laid off in what, June June first. I got laid off. So uh, Jen and I have uh, friends of ours. Or a friend of ours who has two kids, and um, you know she, she was on the verge of getting put out and put out of her house. And you know I'm I'm a I'm, I'm really a compassionate guy. Now Jamie, go, I knew see I knew he was gonna say that, <laughs> but really and truly I'm a compassionate guy. I can be cold sometimes, but. So, so we've heard, you know, so I, you know, I, I, she, she has, she has two small kids. They're around the same age as my kids. And I'm like, I can't let her get put out with two kids. And like, so, you know, I, I, I lent her a thousand dollars. And mind you now, I'm, I'm fresh out of job. I ain't got no income coming in. Um, but I was like, I couldn't let her get put out of her house. So I gave her a thousand dollars. Um, you know, and I, I, she was like, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna pay you back. Da, da, da. I'm like, that's fine. I'm not, I'm not looking for it. Most of the time when I, when I lend money, I sometimes I chalk it up as a loss and I'm not saying that she's not going to pay me back because she, she, I, she's not that person. She's not that type of person, but you know, I'm not, I'm not looking for it. So whenever she gives it back to me, I'm like, great. That's just a thousand dollars extra that I have. But, um, you know, I lent that, and when you, when you think about it, I also invested in my brother. My brother has his own um, T-shirt line called Trap, which stands for Taking oh, Risk and Prosper. Okay, yeah. So, um, so Speaking he. Which, uh, I want you to get that information at the end of the podcast too, so we know where to get them shirts at. Gotcha, gotcha. And so, um, he, you know, I, I he he has a business. I talked to him about a couple of things, and I invested in him. Um, and then I invested in some, some friends of ours that start in a ministry and I invested in them as well. So all this is going on when I don't have a job and between Jen and I, we probably gave about $3,000 away of money that we really 
we 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 have but we're trying to be conservative given the situation so fast forward to two weeks ago we go to every every wednesday um friends and ours that, that have the ministry they they have a uh, um, couples empowerment uh every wednesday at Paris pizzeria if you want to come 7 30 um shameless plug and so <laughs> And so, you know, we're there and we're being open about what, you know, Jen and I are being open about what we've gone through over the past few months and how hard it's been um, for us, you know, in, in terms of just mentally trying to wrap our heads around it. And they just do an on-the-spot donation and donate $1,000 to us. It actually ended up being a little bit more than $1,000. And it was just unsolicited. Obviously, we didn't ask them for that. It was just something moved inside of them to be like you know what everybody in there donated you know you know different portions to us and it ended up totaling over a thousand dollars and man it was just like so heartfelt like i dang near cried you know what i'm saying like my wife was bawling you know what i'm saying so but that's that good karma that 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 a good karma that comes back around whereas I'm doing this and I'm not looking for anything in return. Like I'm donating this money and I'm not looking for, uh, all right, God, I, I donated this. So where's my blessing? You know what I'm saying? Like, cause some people do that. Some right. people do it. Like they, they look for something in return. Like, okay, I gave this homeless person $5. All right, God, when are you going to bless me? Or okay. Universe. I, I'm waiting on it. Where, where's, where, where's mine? You know? Mm-hmm. And that's that's not what it like. It has to be organic, has to be authentic, and it, it has to be purposeful. And if you're doing stuff and you're looking for something in return, most of the time it's not gonna happen the way you or you may get something in return and it may not be what you're looking for. Because it's not about like I got two points on that one. It's not about um, how much you give or, or what you give. It's about where your heart is at. About where your heart is. It's about is. where your heart is at. And as long as your heart is in the right place, you don't have to worry about the universe, you know, reciprocating anything to you because, again, everything is energy. Mm-hmm. Everything is cyclical. Everything is, happens organically and is due time. Um, y'all ever seen that movie Wishmaster? Nah. The scary one? Yeah. <laughs> oh, horror movie, man. Oh, horror movie. School, so, premise of the movie, and I'll keep it brief, but it's, he's basically a, like an evil genie. Mm-hmm. Um, and he gets his powers from people making wishes. Mm. So, you might wish, but you get, you. he grants your wish in a crazy, deranged way. So, you might wish, like there was a scene in the movie, guy wished for a million dollars or something like that. The way he got it was from an insurance policy from one of his family members dying in a plane crash. Like, as soon as he made the wish. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. So, point being, you got to be careful what you ask for because it might not come in the way that you want it. Right. <laughs> the, pow- the power of the tongue, man, is so... Oh, yeah. And you... you this is... It's, it's not funny, but I, sometimes you, you just kind of got to laugh when you're... When you're in a, in a certain situation, sometimes laughter just kind of helps ease things a little bit. Mm-hmm. Two weeks before, I, no, four days before I got laid off, I was taking my son to school, and it was like, I think he, he had to be at school by. I used I used to get him to school by like eight o'clock, so it was like maybe like seven forty five. I was taking him to school, and in my you know it's, just, it's four days before I got laid off. I'm like, it's like end of May, summer's getting ready to kick in, school's getting ready to get out, and I'm like. Man, it'd be nice to have the summer off. 
Okay. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. Guess what happened? Uh, Four days later. Um, yeah, we're gonna have to terminate your position. As you wish. As you wish. That that's what the wishmaster would always say in the movie. Well, the wishmaster wish. got me because. <laughs> Four days before, and it was all, I truly believe it was all the power of the tongue, man. Mm-hmm. Just when you say things and you put it out there in, in the world and, and, and in existence, it grows legs sometimes. And yes, it, it takes the form of whatever it is that you wish for. And so not, not necessarily that I was wishing. I was just saying it'd be nice to have the summer off. Well, I got the summer and part of the fall off. How was that so, summer vacation? You know, yeah. it wasn't the summer that I, vacation that I wanted to be. Yeah, then the summer but, eighteen you wanted, right? But <laughs> yeah, essentially that's that's what happened. And 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 like I say, I don't know whether you know whether that's the reason it happened or not. But mm-hmm. I kind of believe that's power to tongue was when I said that it almost happened instantly. So it's it's real, man. It's real that. Uh, <laughs> and again, man, going back to you know the fate versus. Uh, decision making, you know, destiny versus decision making. Um, you know, you couldn't, you couldn't control that. You couldn't foresee that. Um, but what you can control is your reaction to that situation. Um, you know, I heard somebody mention this. You know, every every action doesn't deserve a reaction, and that's really the only thing you can control is how you react yeah. to certain situations. And you know, your decision making. Um, a lot of times, decisions that we make or don't make uh, can prevent us being in a situation to where we have to react yeah um so that that's really you know kind of why i want to leave it at there man you have to really be uh be aware of your actions because it does come back to you um but again you can't necessarily just be uh you, you can't lack accountability and say everything that's everything is fate either mm-hmm. uh, you have to be accountable for your actions but understand that there are going to be things in life that you can't control you can influence life, but you can't control life. Right. Um, the only only thing you can really control is how you uh, proceed, how you make those decisions. So with that, man, I want to do a quick roundtable. You know, anybody got any social media, any plugs that you want to throw out there, any 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 projects that you might want people to be on the lookout for? Um, one, um, Devon was telling you about the the couples Wednesday night. Um, want to give a shout out to um, Ro- uh, Mike Roach and his um, congregation. He's trying to start today at Great for Greater Church. Um, mm-hmm. Please come by. What uh, what pizzeria is that again, D? It's at Perry's Pizzeria. Perry's in pizzeria. I'm telling you, great conversation, man. I've been numerous times. I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's inspirational, fun times. You got kids. I got child watch. Hey, yeah, come through. It's a great time. Um, and that's it okay. for me. All right. Uh, a couple of things going on for me. I um, you, you can find me on IG at Vaughn underscore tough. That's V-O-N underscore T-U-F-F. Uh, also, check out the Chameleon Love podcast with myself and my wife, Jennifer. Um, you can find us on IG at Chameleon Love Podcast. Uh, also, you can find us on Apple Podcasts as well as Google Podcasts. 
So uh, whenever you get a chance to go uh, stop by, check that out, subscribe. We greatly appreciate it. Um, also, um, you can go on my brother's website. Again, he has T-shirts called Trap, which stands for Take Risk and Prosper. And we all want to take risk and prosper. So you can visit his um, Instagram page, which is Uh-Oh Money, which is U-H-O-H-M-O-N-E-Y. Um, or you can also go on his website at qualitytrapwear.com and cop a t-shirt. There's a couple of different colors of t-shirts um, and support my bro for that. Uh, greatly appreciate uh, E for allowing us to be on the podcast. No doubt, no doubt. Matter of fact, I'm looking them up on IG right now and followed all right <laughs> <laughs> yeah we got to support man got to build black wall street back up man absolutely that, that that'll be another topic for a podcast in some future date but uh for those who are interested in being a guest on the hidden truths podcast you can shoot us a message on social media hidden truths podcast on ig and facebook uh you can also drop us an email if you would like hidden truths podcast at gmail.com as always, this is your man, Mr. No Excuses, signing out with another episode. As always, brothers, sisters, stay up. We out.